All right, let's take our Bibles this evening. We're going to start in Genesis uh, in chapter number 12. Uh, Genesis chapter number 12. And, and there are, um, <clears throat> I'm going to try not to have a, a huge lesson tonight uh, on eschatology and the end times, but uh, you can't talk about this stuff without mentioning uh, some of that. Uh, but I want to begin uh, talking about the subject of Israel this, tonight from Genesis chapter number 12. Uh, if you've been saved for any length of time and uh, read your Bible once, <laughs> uh, you, can, you can pretty much pick up uh, a lot of uh, things that aren't true uh, from what you hear uh, on the news about Israel and the, the, cause, the conflict over the, the Israel-Gaza uh, conflict. Uh, and uh, when you hear, like, for example, they're called colonizers or occupiers, um, we have to remember, uh, well, reading the Bible, you know that God gave that land to Israel. Uh, and uh, throughout the course of history, in fact, I have a, um, I'm going to read um, some stuff about, uh, that I saw on the internet that somebody put together. In fact, um, right now, there, in the news, there was a guy, a pastor somewhere, uh, who had um, artificial intelligence um, make his sermon for him. And so you can just, I have an app actually on my phone, an AI app. Uh, that I've been trying because uh, of all I've heard about it. And uh, so he somewhere said, you know, write me a sermon on whatever. And so he had an, an uh, artificial intelligence um, wrote his sermon for him. And then he preached that in his church. Of course, they lost their mind and he promised not to do that uh, anymore uh, or whatever. I've not had AI make any sermons for me yet. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but I did ask it uh, this afternoon. I said, um, I said, tell me the history of Israel. And then it kind of popped up a couple other queries and, uh, to be more specific about that. And, uh, and once I got to where I wanted, and really to research, you know, Israel, Palestine, you know, the, the land, um, I, I was actually surprised at how accurate it was. Uh, I figured it to be um, not so, just because of, it's kind of like Wikipedia. Uh, if you read Wikipedia, the people add, you know, to that. So it's hard to say. But um, anyways, uh, something similar to that, people have written down uh, um, the history of Israel and the land, uh, and why uh, it's, there's never been a state of Palestine. So you, you hear um, all these, this terminology, and you know just from a cursory reading of the Bible uh, that a lot of what they say is not true. Uh, and the land belongs to them. And we find uh, this covenant that God had made with Israel uh, in Genesis chapter number 12 and, and throughout the Bible. And again, we get into Ezekiel, Daniel, I mean, all over the place. Uh, and in fact, I'm going to probably... Uh, I've been asking about uh, what to do for my adult Sunday school class after we finish the book of Acts, and I've had several uh, mention the book of Revelation. Uh, so taking that, uh, but kind of parlaying that into some of the end time um, prophecy stuff, and so we'll be doing that in my adult Sunday school class, um, not next week, um, or after, basically after the revival uh, is done. So we'll say more about that at that time. Genesis chapter number 12, verse number 1. The Bible says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make a great name. Thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now we know uh, that, uh, that God's blessed uh, his children, uh, and has given them the promised land. Uh, God in the Bible 
has laid out um, you know, for him as far as you can see. Uh, in fact, being over there and knowing you know, from the mountain what he was standing on uh, and, uh, and looking out, you can basically be in Israel and, and see exactly what God was speaking about. But God, uh, God gave them the boundaries. And in fact, when you take tours like we you know from Dan uh, to Beersheba uh, and north to south, east to west, uh, there's a lot of you know specific, peculiar, you know, just detailed boundaries that God had laid out. Uh, and I was uh, listening to somebody uh, this afternoon uh, teaching on uh, stuff uh, about Israel, uh, and he was mentioning how that when the the twelve spies had went out, one from each tribe, and uh, the spy out the land that uh, that they more than likely he believes that they had, they went to the places where they knew their inheritance was going to be and looked, and we know they gave a bad report, uh, but um, kind of hasten the topic tonight. Uh, we believe biblically that God gave that land to Israel, uh, and even getting away from you know the whole thing about um, Ishmael and Abraham, there's more involved in that, especially when it comes to uh, Palestinians and the land there, Muslims, and just all of it. Which as I say, I'm going to get into that uh, in the future. But my goal tonight is to really just kind of lay out just a brief uh, understanding um, about Israel, and it says here that God's going to bless them that bless them and curse them that curse them. So I've made statements recently, and as long as I've been a Christian, I've heard it preached uh, and said that, you know, um, but we believe, I believe, uh, that God's blessed America uh, in part uh, due to our relationship with Israel. And I'm thankful, uh, even though uh, it's just politics and uh, just all the things that we as a country said were, um, you know, we're 100% behind them, uh, and, but then, you know, we've got to placate to other people, but slow down this and that, whatever, uh, and we're living in dangerous times, uh, in perilous times, and I believe uh, in a pre-tribulation rapture of the saints, uh, and uh, that's another whole lesson, uh, but uh, we, we mix up a lot of stuff in the Bible when it comes to uh, end time, the timelines. Uh, and so I'm going to clear a little bit of that up because God's not done with Israel and He has a plan, all right? If you don't get anything out of what I'm talking about tonight, um, we know that the Lord's return uh, is imminent, but it's, we'll know that even more so uh, if they turn over one you know, piece of soil on the Temple Mount and start rebuilding the Temple, all right? And uh, so the Temple, this, this will be the third Temple, uh, on that spot, and it can't be built right now because there's a shrine on there, uh, the Dome of the Rock. It's the most um, disputed piece of real estate on the planet. Uh, and, uh, and everything, when you go to Israel and you go to um, the museum there, uh, they, they pretty much, Israel, Israel has equated like everything happened uh, on the Temple Mount, like everything. Uh, and I'm not sure about all of that. Uh, but they even believe, uh, and read somebody today, that um, they believe that the Garden of Eden was there uh, because of uh, there's a city uh, where he was, where they were sent out of the garden, and there's a place called Edom, which is considered to be the oldest um, city in in the world uh, where they believe. So, so they like the, the Garden of Eden was there. You know, Abraham and Isaac, uh, like every significant event in the Bible happened happened in that one spot, uh, and I don't know that they can prove all of that, but it's an important piece, uh, a piece of land. And that's where 
uh, our king, uh, King Jesus, uh, is going to rule and reign uh, for a thousand years. But a lot of things take place before that. Uh, but um, when it, the Bible, when we read in the book of Matthew uh, about uh, the tribulation period and everything that takes place, it's broken up into, uh, the seven years is broken up into two things. The, the basically, um, uh, the beginning of sorrows for the first three and a half years. And then uh, it talks about the great tribulation period uh, with, in the middle of that, which, which is called the, uh, the abomination of desolation, all right? Where people mix up mid, you know, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, all that kind of stuff is when they read the Great Tribulation and they think that's the whole seven years and they forget about some of the seals and things that God opens up the beginning part uh, of the Tribulation period. Um, that period begins, there's, there's, a, there's a big war and uh, uh, the, Israel is going to try to rebuild the temple uh, and reestablish all of that and we know that it's established because halfway into the tribulation period, um, you know, the beast goes in there and, um, and basically all of the sacrifices are stopped again and, uh, and the, the, that's the abomination of desolation. And then in Matthew it says from that point uh, there's a great tribulation. And so the last three and a half years of the tribulation period uh, is the worst of those seven years. But at the beginning part... Uh, there's other things that take place, and there's debate as to when, when the two witnesses um, begin their ministry. And, uh, and, uh, but we know uh, that at the end um, that God you know, protects them, and then finally uh, they're killed. Then three and a half days later, um, they are risen, uh, and they ascend up into heaven, not like, you know, like the rapture, but like everybody sees it. And uh, is it Moses and Elijah? Is it Enoch and, uh, you know, Elijah? Uh, so many things that, that will give me fodder for uh, those Sunday school uh, lessons going forward. So God promised that land to Israel. Now, I'm just going to read quickly, and you can find this stuff on the Internet. Uh, and, uh, well, let me say this before I read this. In, the, in Numbers 33, verse 55, in you can just write it down, look at the verse, just paraphrasing briefly. Basically, God had told them that they need to drive out all the inhabitants of the land uh, and, uh, and, and get them out of there because they're going to be basically, you know, give you trouble. And we know uh, that uh, there were times where they didn't drive them all out. Uh, in Gaza, or the, you know, well, let me read this uh, first. Um, this is, it just says, it's, this, there's never been a state of Palestine, version 2.0. I don't, I've not seen version 1.0. Uh, but um, Abraham uh, and uh, in his family, uh, the Hebrew ancestor of the Jewish people, um, left the Mesopotamia, uh, basically, uh, in the land of Canaan uh, in, I believe, approximately 2000 uh, B.C. Uh, and God, they left their land, God gave them a land, uh, and that's where they went. And there was uh, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel, there was the kingdom of Israel uh, after that. Uh, and uh, then we had uh, in history the kingdoms of Israel and Judah, uh, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. Uh, and that's who inhabited the land. So we know when they came out of Egypt uh, and uh, the children of Israel and uh, into the promised land. Uh, and we know in scripture we can read, um, you know, here's, here's your land, here's those, you know, and it was all divided up uh, and very interesting uh, to see that. But then... Uh, there was um, the Babylonian, uh, the Babylonians came, 
uh, and destroyed the temple. So you have the Babylonian Empire, so they ruled that land. Uh, and then the Persian Empire uh, after that. Uh, then Alexander the Great after that. Then there was a, a Hellenistic um, uh, Empire, uh, a Jewish dynasty for a little while back in there. Uh, and when you think about like Masada and uh, these other places there. Uh, then the Romans came uh, and, uh, and they uh, destroyed uh, the, uh, the temple uh, and there was the, the Byzantine Empire. Uh, and then, um, long story short, it, basically when you get to um, the early 1900s, um, that area came under British rule uh, and they renamed what was named kind of in the Ottoman period, uh, the area Palestine uh, is the name they gave it, the land, uh, but it was uh, a playoff of the word Philistine, all right? Uh, so the Philistines, uh, Ekron, Gath, Ashdod, Escalon, in uh, Gaza, um, those were the lands of the Philistines, and you can look in old maps, you see Philistia uh, and that. So, so there was, there's never been a Palestinian um, state. Uh, there just hasn't been. Uh, so the British mandate for Palestine was um, after World War um, uh, I, uh, 1920, uh, and then after that there was the rebirth uh, of, uh, the, of Israel and the homeland, 1948, and a bunch of stuff that happened in between there, uh, and uh, attempts even to, like in 1917, um, the Eastern Gate uh, is sealed up. There's 15 feet of concrete that's in there. There's actually a, uh, a, a mosque that's in that part of the gate on the other side. Uh, but in the book of Ezekiel, uh, the prophecy is, is that that's going to be closed off. And so an attempt was made to reopen that um, by, the, by the British in 1917. Uh, and uh, and that, was, that was stopped with other wars and things that were going on. Anyways, long story short, um, Jesus is going to open that door. He's going to open that gate uh, and, and go through the eastern gate uh, in, into the temple uh, at his second coming, uh, which is not uh, the rapture. This is where he touched down, uh, touches down, uh, and I'll, I might mention that briefly here in a little bit. So uh, God gave the land to Israel. Uh, and then from uh, the Babylonian captivity, the Byzantines, there's a lot of history. And you can see that in the temples, uh, or not the temples, the, the synagogues, uh, or even in you know, Temple Mount, in the wall, in the western wall. You can see the different layers. and the archaeology. So there's, there's history. There's a biblical history. There is, there is uh, just regular history. Uh, and everybody that knows anything uh, about those time periods understand and know uh, that the Palestinians... Um, you know, formerly, a.k.a. the Philistines, uh, got um, many of them killed, and, but not all of them. And, uh, and so in hindsight, when you look back, it's like maybe, you know, um, uh, things would be a little bit better if they had just uh, cleaned house uh, all of those many years ago. Uh, and, uh, and we know there are times where God told them to go in. Uh, and again, God, uh, I mentioned this Wednesday, um, God was their king, and God... In his, was exacting his judgment upon people through the children of Israel. So they would go in and, and God says, wipe everybody, men, women, children, animals, uh, and, and do that. Uh, and we can't really wrap our mind around it, uh, but this is, uh, God is a, an awesome God, a terrible God, a just God. Everything he does is just. Everything, he can do anything he wants because he's God. 
uh, and his ways are higher than our ways. And so God judged heathens uh, in the land through the children of Israel as they went in uh, and, uh, and conquered um, Jericho and, and on and on and on. And we read about those in the Old Testament. Uh, let me say this. When you do your Bible reading challenge this next year or whatever you're at in the Bible and you're reading through um, you know, Numbers and, uh, and, and Deuteronomy and all these different things, the Chronicles, all of that's super important. Like if people would read that, then they would, um, uh, they would know more about the falsehoods uh, that people are saying now because there's written history of all of this stuff. Uh, and so the Bible says um, that the land is theirs. <coughs> and then... Um, God says that we, like in Psalm 122, uh, David's talking about, you know, he's glad when I said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And uh, a little bit later in there, verse number six, I believe, is where, uh, where uh, we're to pray for peace uh, in Jerusalem and to pray for them. So we're supposed to love them. Uh, we're blessed because of that. Uh, and uh, we're to pray for peace in Israel but, uh, or in Jerusalem. And there's really never been, <laughs> you know, for the most part, it's a place of conflict and will be going forward. Um, backing up just a smidge. Um, when Israel, and again, you can go to, um, uh, I referenced or showed even perhaps even some of uh, the um, pictures and stuff uh, in our trip there. Uh, the uh, Temple Institute, um, most of the furniture and everything they do to do uh, the, you know, the temple offerings and things, all that stuff's ready to go. Uh, and there's a real big push uh, in Israel from the younger generation uh, to like, let's take and let's rebuild the temple. Um, but again, it's like World War III um, if they start laying the foundation. And, and I thought about, you know, uh, some of the, um, well, Hamas, they hide weapons and things in mosques. And so on the news, straight out of the gate, there was one of those mosques that were, were bombed uh, and everybody's losing their mind. Uh, and then you begin to think, man, what if somebody shoots a missile at the temple, uh, you know, uh, the Dome of the Rock, uh, and, um, you know, and blows that up? If that happens, um, it's on. All right? But here's the good news. If that happens, and Israel's like, well, let's start building. We're taking it. Right now, the posture is Israel's like, um, we're gonna, we'll fight everybody. Um, and uh, and that's, that's the posture right now. And so they could very well. And, and again, you know, we think of the human cost and, and wars and just everything, you know, uh, as a result of all that. But to usher in or for us to know that the, the Lord's, uh, the rapture is about to happen is when they, if they start, um, if they start reestablishing building the third temple, um, it's like, um, uh, one preacher I was listening to, he says, if they start building the temple, he said, just run up your credit cards, go on a spending spree, um, knock yourself out because uh, the rapture is going to take place uh, you know, pretty soon. Again, we don't know the day and the time or whatever. It's going to happen like a thief in the night. And uh, so that was his, he was kidding uh, with his advice, but you know, I don't know. Uh, and um, so uh, that's when that takes place. And so uh, the, we believe, I, I believe, the Bible teaches a pre-tribulation rapture of the saints. And so the temple uh, be, begins to be reestablished and there's just a lot of fighting and everything. And uh, the rapture takes place. Then in Matthew 24 uh, is the, um, the beginning of sorrows, the first half of the tribulation period. I have here, uh, somebody had, uh, has been posted, and you may have seen this, 
Uh, I don't even know what to say. It's not Twitter anymore on X. Uh, you don't send tweets, you send Xs, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't even know what to call it anymore. I'll have to consult Brother Omley uh, after the service uh, to get all the jargon down. Uh, but somebody had come up with a, a simple uh, overlay of uh, the, um, or the rapture, uh, the beginning of sorrows, the first three and a half years, Right in the middle of that. In fact, if you want, um, uh, turn uh, just real quick to uh, Daniel uh, in chapter number 9. Daniel chapter number 9. Again, there's Old Testament and New Testament. People conflate. They, they, don't, they see verses in the New Testament that talk about the second coming, uh, where, where Jesus actually sets foot on the Mount of Olives, uh, and he's, he's come. That's the second coming. And by the way, when he does that, uh, the Bible um, uh, elsewhere talks about, there's, is basically, um, well, in, our, in the video uh, of us in Israel, we were in Hezekiah's Tunnel. This is a river under Old Jerusalem uh, that is there, and we were walking in that river in a very narrow uh, tunnel, and it comes out uh, at a pool. And, uh, but there's a river, and the, the Bible teaches that when Jesus steps down, he's going to, at the eastern, uh, Mount Olives, in fact, it says um, when uh, we were just preaching in Acts uh, where um, Jesus, the, the ascension, he says, why are you standing here gazing? The, Jesus, the same Jesus will come again in like manner. And it says that they left the, the Mount Olivet uh, and, uh, and went. So Jesus ascended um, from the Mount of Olives and he's going to return at the Mount of Olives. And the Mount of Olives is straight out from the eastern gate. The Muslims have put graves in front of there because they're like Jews can't desecrate graves and the thing's blocked up. Uh, but when he, when he comes at the second coming, uh, he's going to split that valley and the mountains are going to move. And the Bible talks about uh, the a river from Jerusalem uh, is going to flow down uh, and uh, bring life to the Dead Sea uh, and replenish that, fill it up. In fact, um, there was another picture when Amy and I were at En Gedi. We went up to David Springs, and you, you climb, 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 climb to go way up there uh, above the Dead Sea in, in Gedi. Uh, but the Bible teaches that um, at this time that they'll fish, they'll be casting nets from En Gedi into the Dead Sea. And so, the, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to well, they're, they've been planning on trying to bring water from the Red Sea to try to replenish because the Dead Sea is going down, 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 down. Um, but scientists can't figure it out uh, how to do it. Uh, but um, Jesus is going to do it. Uh, water is going to flow in. And when you think, when I'm, I think of looking out over the Dead Sea from Engedi and how far down. Uh, I mean, the Dead Sea is the lowest place on, on earth. Uh, but people be fishing, like from where we were standing. That's how high the water uh, will come up in the Dead Sea. And, uh, and they'll be fishing out of it. It's no longer sterile. So he comes down, and the, the, the place splits open, uh, and uh, he goes through that, you know, uh, and uh, onto uh, through the eastern gate uh, and enters in there. Uh, and, uh, but here's what it says in chapter number 9. And again, the 70 weeks and Daniel, Ezekiel, and all that, we'll, uh, we'll touch on that in uh, Sunday school class. But verse 27 of chapter 9 says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, um, it's talking about the, the 70th week uh, of, of, uh, uh, that's foretold. It says, In the midst of the week, he, sh- he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of the abomination, he shall make it desolate even until uh, the consummation and the determined shall be poured 
upon the desolate. So uh, in a nutshell, uh, it's, uh, when you take Matthew 24, uh, in, in Daniel 9 is one example. Uh, Matthew 24 talks about the abomination of desolation. That's when uh, the Antichrist goes into the temple. Uh, and, uh, and, the, and stops everything, and no more, there's no more sacrifices. And I don't really understand and know, um, you know all that's involved with you know, why during the tribulation period and the temple being rebuilt. Well, part of it obviously is Jude, Jews and Judaism, uh, and the sacrifices begin again. And, uh, and what I see and read in the Bible, that through the millennial reign, they're going to be doing it too. And uh, so, um, you know, I haven't wrapped my own... just saying I have not wrapped my own mind around why uh, that takes place during the millennium when Jesus was our final sacrifice. Uh, but um, things are different. In, in, in fact, even through the tribulation period, as the witnesses, the two witnesses and the 144,000, they're, they're preaching the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, so Jesus, uh, John the Baptist, um, they preach the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, then you have the New Testament um, covenant where we're saved by grace through faith, the shed blood of Christ. Uh, once the rapture takes place, the way I understand it, um, people, people are saved by uh, faith enduring, um, not taking the mark of the beast. There are a number of different things, but they, the, the witnesses are preaching the kingdom of, 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 of God is at hand. So it's kingdom of God is at hand, salvation by grace through faith, kingdom of God is at hand. Um, and, and when we believe that people need to be saved before that trump sounds, um, because, because things are different, uh, during that time. So halfway through, three and a half uh, years into the tribulation period, the beginning of sorrows, uh, there's seals that are open up. We read in Revelation. Uh, there's things that take place during that time. Uh, and then um, the Antichrist goes in, the abomination of desolation. Then it says in Matthew 24 uh, that there's a great tribulation. We mix it up, mid-trib, post all that kind of stuff, because when we read, then there'll be great tribulation, they think of... Um, the, the saints being raptured out at the be, because we at the beginning of it so it's the term it's the language so in this says it's it's great and I'll leave it up here or you make a copy or you can find it on the internet uh, it just says the beginning of sorrows in the middle the abomination of desolation uh, the great tribulation three and a half years and when you read in Matthew twenty four fact turn over there just just quickly uh, in Matthew um, let me get it if I can find it quickly in my Bible Matthew twenty four uh, as an example, um, at the beginning of 24, it's, uh, it says in verse 3, and he sat upon the Mount of Olives, and they were talking about, uh, you know, wars and rumors of wars. So when the temple starts to get built and, and it's on, the Arabs are upset, um, everybody, because that's like, I mean, bombs, everything, it's going to be a huge mess. We're, that's not the tribulation period. That's war. And uh, so when we think of all that's going on there and what potentially could happen, um, you know, as long as that temple isn't being built, um, it's, it's, it's not tribulation period, it's just life and, and, and sin uh, and all the results and, and of, of just the, um, the crazy stuff that's taking place and everybody fighting you know, over everything and they've been since the beginning of the time and it's, and it's always religious um, when, you, when you boil it back down. So it talks about wars and rumors of wars and this and that. And uh, you get down into verse 9. says, Then shall they deliver you up and be afflicted and shall kill you and, uh, and be hated for my nation's sake. So it's not Christians going through tribulation period. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's just 
the signs of the times in the beginning part. And then it talks about a little bit later, it says in verse number 15, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel in the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand, let him, uh, excuse me, then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him um, return, etc., uh, and, uh, and you get down into verse 21, for then shall be great tribulation. See, this is where people mix, mix it up. So, oh, here's the great tribulation. But that's the desolation we know happens in the middle. All right? So the last three and a half years begins with the desolation, uh, the abomination of desolation. And it says there's going to be tribulation such as not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor uh, ever shall be. And so the, that, those three and a half years... Um, is uh, destruction and tribulation and just peril uh, like um, has never been before on the earth. Uh, at the end of that three and a half uh, year period, uh, Jesus returns uh, and, uh, and the, the ushers in uh, the thousand year reign. And we know uh, later on um, Satan's loosed and uh, there's another uh, battle uh, at the very end. Uh, but King Jesus will reign on the throne uh, for a thousand years, um, we rule and reign with him. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've kidded recently about, you know, being stationed somewhere, uh, you know, nice and, and whatever. Uh, but, um, but part of our reward uh, is uh, that's kind of tied into it. Uh, so, um, you know, there's incentive for you to, uh, to work and labor for the Lord uh, now uh, because God, um, th- that's connected to what we do in the present, okay? And, uh, and so um, Jesus comes back, and the Bible speaks in Ezekiel uh, and elsewhere uh, that um, Israel repents and accepts Jesus as their Messiah uh, and, uh, and the millennial reign and all that that, that takes place. Uh, so all of it, um, God's not done uh, with them, and blessings tied to them, the land belongs to them. Um, they're going to, at some point, um, throughout those conflicts, the temple will be reestablished. Um, but, um, but three and a half years into it, uh, the Antichrist stops everything uh, and defiles that temple uh, and, uh, and ushers in a super terrible part of the tribulation. Good news is, if you believe the Bible, uh, you understand uh, that Christians, those who are saved, will not be here. And God's doing a work with Israel. God is also doing a work with the church. They're not the same. Uh, so he takes the church out in the rapture. We're caught up together in the air. Uh, he doesn't touch down. Uh, and the word rapture is not in the Bible. But um, it, it, in principle, that's what we call it. We're caught together in the air. Those dead in Christ rise first. We know that. Uh, and uh, and I, I don't know during the tribulation period you know, what we can see. We always talk about you know, people are watching us from heaven and you know, and, uh, and all of, uh, you know, loved ones, you know, or we, all the things that people say, I don't know what we'll be able to see uh, and part of, but I know that we will not be here uh, for it. And that brings me great comfort. And, uh, and so, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, uh, there's a lot to be said, and we'll touch on that uh, here again uh, in uh, the future. Uh, but um, uh, there's a lot of support for the pre-tribulation um, rapture of the saint, and so we'll, we'll talk about that going forward. So now as we watch the news, uh, and um, there's a part of me, the human side 
of us, we look at the death and the destruction and, uh, and just the, you know, the bloodshed that's already happened and will happen, we understand as Christians that there's going to be more. Um, and, um, and that God uh, sides with you know, his children. Um, and through all this stuff and all this fighting for stuff that they're going to rebuild the temple. Uh, and, uh, and as that, be, that so that's, again, you don't, we don't know the day and time, but it's like, they start bringing out stuff, and they're, you know, they're running you know, Muslims off of the Temple Mount um, and blowing up you know, the, the Dome of the Rock. And, and so that's like a shrine, uh, and there's a mosque uh, that's there. And uh, just last week, uh, they only let um, older people um, go up there to the mosque to worship, and they're not letting you know, military age. So uh, they said only 2,000, uh, only 2,000, they only let two, Israel let 2,000 people go to the mosque on Friday or whatever, because typically on a Friday, there's like 12,000 people that make their way up in there uh, to, uh, to go to uh, the mosque. Um, another takeaway from this and all the stuff we see on the news is just how um, casual and not religious and not even on our mind uh, are most Christians' faith. Uh, and how they live for God, where in other areas of the country, that's all they live for. Uh, and everything that they live and fight for and they're willing to die for, you know, it's like people are like, I, you know, I'll die for Jesus, but we won't, you know, um, we won't walk with him. Uh, and uh, I like people say about, you know, if you won't lay down your fork for Jesus, you won't fast, you're not going to lay down your life for Jesus. Uh, and uh, so um, Western Christianity, and even when we're devout, we're walking with God, uh, in comparison to um, all that's put into uh, and, and the dedication to um, what many of the world live in, you know, for. The people in, in Palestine now, like, they'd rather die uh, than, than leave there. Uh, and uh, it is, you know, um, life and death, and it's everything. For us, our faith oftentimes is a, is a faith of convenience. Um, and there's just not a level of devotion. So as much as they're wrong uh, on all their stuff, and you know anybody who like sincerely believes what they believe and live for that, there's a certain amount of respect I have for the dedication. It's zeal, not according to knowledge. I'm not. I'm not advocating anything that they would do. Uh, it's wrong, but I can appreciate um, their level of devotion. And I just wish, as Christians, we had just a little bit of it. Um, and can, does, that, does that make sense? So, not, so don't leave here and go, Pastor, he's for Islam. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, uh, for any of that. I, I just, you know, I wish we would put as much into our, our faith as athletes put into their sport, you know, or, you know, um, any, any vocation uh, for that matter. So they say, where are we going out with this tonight? Uh, what I want to do, um, God says that we should pray for peace uh, in Jerusalem. Um, you say, well, you just laid it out. There isn't going to be. Uh, there isn't going to be peace. Um, but God still tells us to pray for peace uh, in Jerusalem. And, uh, and, and that's what we really need to do. And I'd like to spend some time in prayer uh, this evening. Uh, maybe we'll just have a few uh, of the men. I'll maybe pick a couple, two from each section um, uh, to pray uh, out loud. And then when they're done, we'll have just a time, a short time where you can continue to pray and 
And uh, once I give that little bit of time, then I'll close us uh, in prayer tonight. Um, but um, we need to pray that God's will be done. And as terrible as it is over there in the stuff that's going on, um, the handwriting of God is all over it. Uh, and um, there, you know, it's a sign of the times. And, uh, and for me, I'm just like, man, I hope they, I hope they take that, the Dome of the Rock. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that would, that's going to be a disaster for the entire world. Okay, we understand that. Um, but that just means we're closer. And if you believe the Bible and, and, the, and Christ's return and the hope of glory and what we have, if you believe that Jesus is going to rapture, I mean, in what the Bible says, we should want that. Okay? Um, but, you know, when you, you're talking to your coworkers at work and, and if you try to explain that to them, they think you're crazy. Um, but, but we know what the book says and what has to take place. And it gives us comfort because there's, it's not necessarily a surprise to us and we can trust in the plan of God, you know, His sovereignty. Um, but things are going to get worse before they get better. But as it gets worse, that's not the tribulation period. All right? We're not in the tribulation period. You know, COVID vaccines were not the mark of the beast. Okay? Um, be careful not to go off into crazy land with all this stuff. And really, that's really the danger of eschatology is you can just, you can, you know, you can, you know, aluminum hats and, uh, you know, just, it's like people are weird uh, about all this stuff. And, and really part of the reason I have not taught a lot on prophecy is because I just don't want people to think I'm a weirdo. Uh, and, uh, but, but we'll get into the biblical stuff uh, in that Sunday school class. So what we're going to do tonight uh, is we're going to just pray. And uh, we just need to ask for God to, to intervene and for His will. And however the Lord leads you in praying and, uh, and so I'm going to ball and, you know, pick you uh, uh, right now. And so we'll just do a couple over here. So let's do, do Brother Shane and Brother Buddy uh, in the middle. We'll do Brother Ogden and let's do Brother Reed uh, in the middle. And over here on this side, let's do Brother, Brother Creek. And I always like, and if you're at our men's, uh, I like to hear Brother um, uh, Gachus. I almost called you Brother Venegas. Uh, Brother, Brother Gachus pray in Spanish. Uh, and I don't know what he's saying, uh, but God does, and I like it. Uh, and so I'm going to have uh, you go last. So the order that I said your names, uh, we're going to pray. And so we're going to, um, if you want to come up here to the altar, you certainly can. Uh, but you, let's make an altar of our seats. And, and so it's in a posture of prayer, we're going to pray. I also mentioned little Mitchell at the beginning. Uh, so he's had three heart surgeries. He's in critical condition. Uh, and so the family's asking for prayer. So um, if, uh, if you don't mention him, I'll mention him uh, when it's my time. So we're going to we'll pray. Uh, and then when Brother Gachus is done, um, then there'll just be just a, a, a little bit of a moment for you to pray uh, beyond that. And then I'll close us in prayer tonight. And then we'll, uh, we're going to head home. Uh, but even beyond uh, our time this evening, be praying, you know, when you go home and, you know, if you're watching the news and, and, and really um, it's, it's um, when at Thanksgiving time, which is coming up, you know, we, it's, it's hard to be thankful and depressed at the same time. And, uh, and we can overcome certain emotions with other emotions. And so when we start to think, you know, we're getting angry at what we see um, maybe if we stop and, and, we, and we pray for them and what's going on and for the will of God to be done, maybe that'll help some of our 
fears and frustrations and, and anger or whatever um, help us in, in that area. But uh, don't just watch Fox News and get mad. Um, you know, um, keep up with the news. I'm, I'm not saying don't do that. Uh, but, but listen to it and watch it with knowledge uh, and truth. Uh, and in a little bit of comfort, um, along with the fear and of the unknown or whatever, uh, and, uh, and just know, even though the rapture, is gonna, God's going to call us out, there's going to be a time before that happens where, um, where the wheels are going to come off around the world. Uh, and, uh, and then that, that temple gets started, and we're like, oh, um, Let's uh, go buy a new car. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, so the time's, uh, time's at end. So let's pray. Uh, if you just kneel where you are there, and I'm going to kneel up here and uh, kind of make an altar of your chair. And, and then, uh, uh, Brother Goodman, if you would start, and then Brother Buddy, Russ, Brother Reed, um, Brother Creek, Brother Gachus, uh, then myself after that.